Hello. This episode of Musings is brought to you by the American government. It's pretty shit. Hello, and welcome to the third, that's right, the third episode of Musings. Third episode? You know, the third Shrek movie was probably the best Shrek movie, so, you know, that's definitely not true. Um, but anyways, this is the third episode of Musings. And on this show, we talk about anything that crosses your mind. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's that really nice turkey sandwich that you had last, you know, yesterday. But regardless, we talk about some really good stuff. To talk with you today is your host, Malcolm Rice. And bringing on the first time on the podcast, it's my lovely sister. It's Mackenzie Rice. Hi, thank you, Malcolm. Thanks for having me. I know you screen your guests pretty intensely, so I am yes. glad that I made the cut and that I can be here on this glorious Monday. I've run out of family members that live in this house, so... Ooh, glad I, I was the last one. I really don't know where to go after this. This The podcast may end. I'm not entirely sure. I, I mean, I gotta bring on like other people, or maybe I just gotta restart the cycle. I mean, who knows? What, what do you think? Uh, I think regulars are good. Exactly. Uh, I think regulars are always good, but, um, you know, maybe when Elena gets back from her mm-hmm. jaunt in Italy, she yes. can have some, uh, cultural... Once she uh, stops, uh, flittering around and ignoring all her responsibilities and gets back to the real world, maybe we'll have her on the podcast. That, I think that she would be a great addition. I'm just kidding. I love you. Um, all right. Well, I guess we can be talking about a weird topic today, but we'll get into that a little later. The news... I guess we should maybe talk about like what, what just happened. Obviously, the biggest thing yeah. in the world that just happened. Okay, well, man, okay, the biggest thing in the world. Jeez. On Friday. <gasps> what happened? Uh, Scorpion dropped. Mm. I was anticipating this for a long, long time. Um, I thought it was absolute fire in a bottle. Wow. So, I totally agree with you. But if, um, see, if I didn't know what Scorpion was... That sentence would have made absolutely no sense. <laughs> but regardless, Scorpion was the latest album uh, by Drake. And yeah, I, I, th- I think it's awesome. Uh, how big is it? 23? 25 songs, I believe. Whoa. I think it's, there's a side A, side B. I think there's like 12 on side oh A, 13 goodness. on side B. Um, Speaking of that, I think that would be a really cool record to get. I think so too. I, think I it really want to get it. Yeah. Just like, you know, to have it, you know, on the wall. I was really thinking, because a bit of an aside, our cousin, Mavi, right? Um, I'm, I'm her godfather. And, and basically with that comes a lot of responsibilities. One of them is uh, I have to be her musical influencer. You know, I have to guide her through the world of music. That's one of my, you know, jobs given me by my uncle Jeremy. So I'm, I give her records every single year for her birthday. And I was really, really contemplating giving her, um, what, what's the, Damn by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, wow. What a great one. But she might be a little young. Yeah, see, yeah. The first one that I gave her was like a very kind of indie rock band. Then the next one, I do believe, was the Avett Brothers. Then the third one was the Head and the Heart. Then to make the jump to Kendrick Lamar straight from that, it might have been a hard thing. Nobel Prize, though. I know, that's really true. Nobel Prize in in music. I think I'm going to get it to her eventually, but maybe not on her fourth birthday. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Uh, yeah. I think maybe like 14. Exactly, you know. know? Although, I think it really would be funny if, like, her uncle, uh, her uncle, her dad, Jeremy, 
like opens Aura. it up and he's like, oh my god, I wonder what Malcolm got got his lovely little goddaughter, and then it's just Kendrick Lamar's like, damn, like that would just be. Also, he might appreciate it though. Does yeah, he have an affinity for Kendrick Lamar. I don't really, I don't know if he likes rap. We should ask him when we see him this summer. Yeah. Anyway, but this has been a long aside to <laughs> the initial news that Scorpion is out and it is absolutely awesome. What's your favorite track? Or maybe like top two, three-ish favorite tracks on the album. Absolutely. So I must preface this by saying mm. we might be a little bit biased because we are from the greater Toronto area, yeah, about an hour true. north of Toronto. Yeah. So... Um, we're not really Pusha T fans. No. Okay. Uh, not Pusha T fans. Right. Uh, especially not now. Uh, but I gotta say, favorite tracks on the album, Emotionless is an obvious pick. Mm. That's where he, Drake really comes out about his kid with the adult film star, um, yes. Sophie. I wonder what films we can find it. Yeah, um, like, good question. Like we're, we're adults. Google, or maybe don't Google that later. Um, yeah, uh, Also, 8 out of 10, fantastic song. I just really jammed to it. If and you had then, to give um, that song a score out of 10, what would it be? I, I would give it much more than an 8 out of oh, 10. I okay. would give it a 9 out of 10, probably. Okay. Yeah. But he should rename the song. He should. Um, and then I also like, I don't, I really like the song That's How You Feel, but I don't necessarily like it for the Drake part, but rather just the Nicki Minaj, mm. like faint rapping in the background Right, is I am so here for that. And so I listened to that song just for the little <laughs> tidbit of Nicki that I sure. can get. This may be slightly off topic, but um, I mean, it is a topic. What am I talking about? Um, has Drake ever done something with Cardi B? No, he hasn't. And I was really looking forward to that um, in this album. But, um, you know, there's that whole, like, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, there's, like, a little bit of tension there. They had a confrontation at the Met Gala. Oh, I, know I didn't know there was tension. This. Okay. There's tension because they're the two main female rappers in the game, if you will. you one? If you will. Okay. Um, and uh, there's a lot of tension because Nicki did a lot of collabs with Offset back in the day from Migos. Mm. And, of course, Cardi B is pregnant with Offset's child right. so there's a little bit of beef there and then they had a confrontation at the met apparently they're fine now but you know drake has been doing stuff with Nicki minaj for so long because they're on the same label and yeah so i'm i am a little disappointed that he didn't collab with cardi b on this but also i understand that's interesting yeah i listened to the most of the songs i would say i, I think i listened to every single song but and like not more than once yeah so probably my favorite song from the album or just the one that i kind of like i listen to and i just kind of like put in the background is summer games mm -hmm. yeah I, I just find it really chill i like the bass line and like when the drums come in at the end like you'll find me on padonia road coming back from brick bodies just like jamming to that like drummy just like and like you know like old moms you know, like the next to me just like what is this man doing in this car right now and you know to, to them, I say, I'm very sorry, but uh, I have to jam to Drake. It's just something I have to do. Yeah. Although I must say, the radio seems to be really liking Blue Tint right now, huh. which is a surprising choice for me, but I guess it is the Drake and Future right. um, track, so that does make sense. I am also a big fan of Future, so. I do like Nice Robot. I would have to say, God's Plan, it's a really good song, like, 
but I, it almost feels old because it was released oh, so long I know. ago. I was so into it when it came out, and now I'm kind of a little yeah. tired of it's still, it. It's still a good song, but I would say "Nice for What" is definitely like a like a jammy or kind of yeah, yeah, you know, like it's a mom's favorite kind of song. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So my part of the news, you were given that I was given the B side, and um, my the B side is LeBron James. LeBron James going over to L.A. To chill with Magic Johnson and probably other people that live in LA. Who lives in LA? Drake probably. I, I think Drake lives pretty much only in LA. No. Is he gonna live in Miami? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, LeBron's not living in LA, and he's gonna be making a lot of money doing it. One hundred and fifty-four million dollars, I think, four-year contract. Um, yeah, he wanted to go there, build a team with Lonzo Ball, I guess. And I have a, I have a couple things to say about this because. I'm all for it in the sense of just load up the West because that gives the Raptors more of an opportunity to actually get to the finals. Now, yes. now that LeBron's not there, like what's staying in their way? Obviously Kyrie, but I mean, yeah, because we lose LeBron every year. So there's more of a chance of us actually getting to the finals, which would be really fun. But one thing I find interesting, LA, the Lakers, they don't have any shooters. Like they do not have any three-point shooters. I mean, Alonzo Ball is supposed to be a three-point shooter technically, but he has a broken shot and he can't really do it. Their recent acquisitions have been Lance Stevenson, who's another power forward, JaVale McGee, center, and Rajon Rondo, a point guard that can't shoot. So I don't really understand the how they're constructing this team because it seems like the early construction of the most recent Cavaliers squad they pretty much failed until they had to ship all their old guys away and get new guys that can actually shoot. So... It'll be interesting to see what LeBron does. Um, I mean, he's going up against the Warriors still, Rockets, OKC, Pelicans, Utah Jazz. So it's going to be a stacked conference, and I'm really excited to watch it, got to say. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I don't know a lot about the Lakers. I am more of a college basketball fan, but mm-hmm. since I'm moving to Toronto, I just started to bandwagon onto the Toronto Raptors. Exactly. Um, and I love Steph Curry just because of who he is, but other than that, I don't know a lot about NBA, so obviously I deferred to statistical reasoning Mm. to assess LeBron's choice, which is just a natural progression when you don't know anything about sports. (laughs) Um, uh, and I looked at 538's website, they do a lot of statistical analysis of a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, in pop culture, in politics, in sports, and uh, they mapped LeBron's choices on an x-axis of whether or not the team would be good for his legacy and a y-axis of whether or not he would have a better chance of winning a championship. Very, very, you know... I don't know, higher-minded, I guess, different way to look at this, you know, <laughs> mathematical. Supposedly, yeah. Uh, and the Lakers turned out to be... Uh, a little bit better for LeBron's, one of the better choices for LeBron's legacy. Yeah, it doesn't really hurt him, I yeah. would say, join the Lakers, you know, it's not like he just, like, bandwagon on the Warriors the Rockets or something. Yeah, and then it ended up being a little bit hurting his chance for winning another title. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, he has a better chance of winning the title in the East, just because he has a better chance of getting to the finals. Right. So, in the West, like I said, you got to compete against like pretty much seven other great teams, you know, just to get to the finals. That you know, of course, it'll be a weaker competitor. But you know, East may be up and coming. So, I'm 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 looking forward to next season just to see. I mean, how LeBron's gonna do it? 
because he's made it to what like the past 10 finals nine or ten finals so is that streak an end might i'm not sure but what i am sure about is the topic we have is gonna kill all right so this is what i kind of had i pitched this to you while you were cleaning dishes when we're looking in today's society you know we see a lot of bad you know we see a lot of the people that are maybe not exactly the best for the future we don't want to show to our kids or maybe my analogy the golden record so if you were to send or group a bunch of people or things in a plane like a space shuttle and send it off in search of alien life let's say we do discover it i want a really good representation of humanity but also i want to be able to communicate and have a good time with the aliens so i want to cultivate a roster full of the most futuristic, like creative and innovative people right now alive. They're doing game right now. And the way that we're going to kind of break down, you're going to draft a roster, I'm going to draft a roster. And our player pool, our availability is everyone that's currently alive. And it can also be like a different kind of like an idea, like someone's Twitter, or it doesn't exactly have to be an alive thing, but it does have to be something real in today's world. Is there any other questions about the parameters that you would like to know? Um, no, I feel good about the rules of the game. Okay, that's good. And like I said, this would be a draft. So one-on-one. -on -one, and after we have selected five players, I guess, yeah. if you want to yeah. say, you know, per, per team. Squad mans. We're going to break it down. We're going to maybe pit each other against them. And let's say we did find alien life out there. Which squad's gonna come up ahead? And, a mere, and then maybe we can pitch some like fantasy scenarios. I'm like, oh, let's say a pickup basketball game just just happens. Like, who, who's gonna be best for that? Yeah, you know what I mean. All right, I'm I'm really happy about this, and I'm really excited about this. I also know that I am pretty sure that our both of our first choices are gonna be the same yeah. person. Yeah. So I think we're gonna need a neutral way to decide who goes okay. first. I'm looking. You know what? You're the guest. I'm going to let you go first. Wow. Yeah, I was... Wow. I, I was... Okay, there was a lot of reasons why I just did that. One, I was looking around for a coin and I couldn't find anything. I was like, okay, well, what can I flip in this room? There's nothing really flippable. flippable. I looked no. at the poker chip, but I was like, oh, no, they're the same on both sides. Sure. So in this panic that I had in my brain, I was like, you know what? You should be the bigger man. You should be the gentleman. And well, let Mackenzie go first. I will absolutely take the honor here, right. and uh, I'm going to choose Donald Glover. Dang it! Obvious oh. choice. Oh, that was a great, so, uh, uh, yeah. great pick. Just amazing. There's so many elements mm. of Donald Glover that I like. I like the writer. I like the actor. I love the childish Gambino. Yeah. Well, I, just... well, I was going to say, if you're taking Donald Glover, can I take childish Gambino? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just Ooh. kidding. No, no, uh, no, I think the, he's They're one of the same. Yeah, they're one of the same. Yeah, I'm going to choose Donald Glover because I think that not only is he super well-dressed, I mean, like, what he yeah. wore to the Met was just an absolute knockout. Uh, so there's that. I think that he's a solid guy. I Definitely. think that he is uh, very... He communicates uh, his ideas very easily, and um, I think he's very relatable. I also think that he's brilliant. He's so creative. He's probably the most talented person that's, Just, that's doing things right now. Yeah. I, can, I think I only... He can only, dance. He can sing. 
like like I said, he could have the triple crown. In yeah. the sense of he could win a Grammy, a Tony, and an Oscar. Yeah. Because he's got the Tony already, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I believe he's got the Tony. We should really look that up. But I, I, let's just say he does. Let's yeah. just say he does. Way to go. I can't believe you won that Tony for something that you did. Um, maybe it was Atlanta? Or wasn't he a writer on 30 Rock? <gasps> that might be it. I think he might have been. True. That could have been it. And then he won a Grammy already for... Um, what, is it? What, what was the name of the album? Redbone? No, that was just the song. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Wow, we're really great. Yeah. I'm really Donald glad that, that we uh, we, we know, know so we know him well. The technical and we, and even then, like even if we didn't know him well, we could have done research and known everything about him. But no, we chose to do nothing, go in blind, and this is what we have to live with. All right, I really respect that pick. I was gonna be my number one, but I get I gotta match you punch for punch here. I gotta go Kendrick Lamar. Oh, wow, he was he was on my list. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know what? I'm gonna back my pick. I like Donald Glover. I think he's good. But if I was to look, freestyle rapper right now, who do I pick? Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar, any yeah. day. Any day of the week. And hey, damn, he's a Nobel Peace. No, 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 Nobel Peace Prize winner. Nobel Prize winner. And he just won a Grammy. He's been laying fire. I think Kendrick Lamar, you know, in a lot of ways is better than Donald Glover. But hey, who's to decide? I think two solid first round draft picks. Yeah, I, I could not be happier with how the first round went. Yeah. Um, All right, so now I defer to you for, for your my second, second pick. pick. Mm, okay. My second pick. Um, I am going to go with an unconventional choice that nobody probably knows about. I'm going to go with Dr. Leanna Wen. Mm. She is the she is the commissioner of the Baltimore City Health Department. Right. This, this woman is the height of woke. She is everything that I want to be when I grow up. She is fantastic. She used to be a uh, surgical doctor in an ER room. Uh, in She's from California. And then she got asked uh, in 2015, shortly after um, the riots from the death of Freddie Gray in Baltimore City, she got asked to come to Baltimore and be the health commissioner. And just everything that she writes that she puts out there is fact-based, evidence-based. She knows what she's talking about from personal experience and from uh, just listening to the community that she's into. She's done an amazing job of just incorporating different opinions from Baltimore. And I think she just, I think she's the top of her game. Wow. And this I want like her it. in space. Heck yeah. All right. I'm, I'm really glad. I honestly thought you were already going to swipe the person I'm going to say next. RBG. Oh, Ruth yeah. Bader Ginsburg. Heck yeah. I think, one, she's great in a basketball court. No. But, okay, probably one of the smartest, you know, in, like, the past 20 years, like, doing game on the Supreme Court. I think she's done fantastic things for women rights and human rights in this country. She is, if you've watched the RBG documentary, if you haven't, do it right now. Stop this podcast. Put it on pause. Go out to your local cinema or just, you know, the internet is your oyster, my friends. Look it up. Watch it, then unpause this and come back to me. All right, now now I have you back. All right, so one, she's crazy. Like, she's fit. Like, I think, you know, she's fit for an old lady. Yeah. Um, She's fashionable with all the little neck collars there. Yeah. Heck yeah. True. And I think if you need anyone, just at a party, 
you're just chilling. Like maybe a bit of a wallflower in the background, but then you're like, maybe you saunter up, you're like, oh, hey, well, what's your story? And then she just unloads. The next thing you know, you're laughing, you're crying, you know her. I think RPG, great pick. I, I can't argue with you there. I think that she's also done an incredible job of making such monumental changes in policy at a pace that has been palatable to exactly. pretty much everyone. Yeah. I think that she's done it really skillfully and really smartly. So I just, great choice. I also think that she's a lot, I think she's pretty funny too. Honestly, I think she's she, hiding a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. The fact that she was so close with uh, Scalia when he was on the Supreme Court. Right. Like, I don't know how that happens. Unconventional pair, but obviously there's, there's yeah. some humor <laughs> there. Um, wow. Okay. So four good picks so far. Um, yeah. My third pick, I am going to go with Angela Merkel the current oh. chancellor of Germany. Okay. Uh, I think that she does a lot of good stuff. I like what she stands for policy she wise. Good stuff. Yeah, she does good stuff. <laughs> She's pretty centrist. Um, I liked what she, I liked her stance on migration issues in Germany. I think she handled it really well. Um, I also think that she can drink me under the table, which mm. I really like about her. That's important. If you know, who knows what alien bars are going to be like? They're, they're probably I, serving some really weird, strong beverages. You got to be able to compete. I need, I need, a, I need someone who can hold their liquor on exactly. my roster, honestly, um, because if it ever comes down to some drinking games, as one of our hypothetical scenarios, Heck yeah, I've got Merkel in my back corner. Mm. She's going to hold up the end. Interesting. All right. I got to compete with Angela. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm looking at my Excel spreadsheet that I have up here with you know all of. All my peeps on it. You may not know who I'm about to say, but don't worry. Joel Embiid. Hmm. Do you know who this man no, is? No, I don't. Joel Embiid is the center for the Philadelphia 76ers. I think he's like 23, 24. He's killing it. He is wow. playing fantastic. Already an all-star. He was an all-star this year. Two, he has a fire Twitter page. This That's guy That's is, is woke. He's hilarious. He's topical. He shouted out Riri. He was like, yo, Riri, come and get me. Because famously, when he was coming in the league or something, he was like, yo, Rihanna, like, want to want to date? You know, we should, you know, give me a shot. Give me a shot. And she said, come back to me when you're an all-star. Now he is. Oh, and no. Now he's like, yo, I'm here and I'm free. Come and get me. So I definitely think he's got the sarcastic, he's got the witty game. Also, the guy's like 7-3. I mean, Angela Merkel, I, I'm not doubting her ability to consume liquor, but you need a big bite to displace, you know, a lot of different toxins in your body. I like Joel Embiid in that because I think that guy could hammer back some shots and not really feel that much. So Joel Embiid, and also helps out if you just want to play some basketball. Anything sport related, he's really athletic. Do you want to beat all the way? Wow. I didn't know uh, about him before yeah. now, but now I want to follow his Twitter. I'm I would gonna definitely do it right get now. on there, Joel Embiid. Um, okay, so thinking back to my fourth pick here, so, so far I've got the creativity right. uh, covered with mm. Donald Glover. I've got the um, just like general knowledge and whereabouts with Leanna Wen and then I've got um, Angela Merkel for just like policy and also drinking two things that are great together um, and then 
So for my fourth pick, I'm going to have to try and round out the team here. I'm going to go with Steph Curry. Ooh, um, basketball for basketball, right? Yeah, went basketball for basketball. Also, you know, he wasn't someone that when I was making my potential, my short list, if you will, mm-hmm. he wasn't someone who I was like for sure about. But now that I'm just thinking about it, like I'm flashing back to there's this, there's this clip of him at his 30th, surprise birthday party that Aisha Curry threw for him and he's with his teammates and he's got a plate of buffalo wings in his hand and he's dancing on stage eating his wings and that's the vibe that that I want to be on in the future heck yeah Ellie just show that clip to any alien any sort of other extraterrestrial life form and they're like that's the kind of guy that I want to get down with. That I want to be with yeah and honestly I think he's I think he's a really good guy if I always say this I have faith it's in this dad. world. If I find out that Steph Curry is a schmuck, oh, I, I, I'm done. That's not okay. I'm done. That, mm. Yeah, but until that happens, I have faith in humanity. I don't want that happen. Yeah, so he's my fourth pick. I like it. I'm mm. going with it. Fourth pick. All right. Okay. I'm looking. I'm looking at. I'm going, I'm going up and down. See, I have some people on here that I know who they are. But I have a hard time explaining who they are to someone that they don't really know, yeah. which doesn't really – it doesn't bode well for me because I think that they're great. But if I can't convey it to another person, then it's a bit of a worthless pick. I'm, I mean, pff, screw it. Leslie Jones. Do you know who that is? No. Enlighten Les- me again. Leslie Jones, people. She is hilarious. She's a stand-up comedian. She is on SNL. She was just in the reboot of Ghostbusters. Am I really – sure what her recent film career has been but all i know is that woman is probably the funniest person that i've seen um just look up okay there's one thing that you can see if you go on jimmy fallon's youtube and you look up true confessions with keegan michael key and her okay it's some of the funniest things. She plays them both. She knows exactly when these men are lying, and they have no idea when she's lying. I think that's someone that you need in the future. She that's is. Hilarious. She does great things. So like she's an activist for women's rights, but also black women's rights. And heck yeah, if you need someone at a party, Leslie Jones is the person that you want at that party. Let me tell you. I can tell you this because I've been at a party. No, I haven't been at a party with Leslie Jones. Please, I, I would love to. I'm, I'm a big Leslie Jones fan. You know, I would watch her anything, I gotta say. Wow. Uh, so far, I've got two things that I've got to check out. I've got... Uh, Joel Embiid's Joel Embiid's Twitter. Twitter, and I've got the Leslie Jones yes. uh, True Confession. so... It's it's pretty funny. New say. content coming yeah, my I, way. I think our teams are, like, going in, like... There's a lot of similarities, but... Different directions. I did not think you were going to take some of the people you took. Got it, got it. Yeah. The Merkel thing threw me. Wow, wow, yeah, no, I've been a, I've been a big Merkel fan for a wow, while. So we each only have one more left? We each only have one more left, and oh, oh man. Man. Okay, but don't forget, you can throw out some honorable mentions. I have two okay. honorable mentions that I know I won't take because I don't really think they're starter quality, but they're yeah. definitely like ride the bench, you know. Yeah, you know. have one of those button-off pants so that you can just like rip them off and get into the game. Exactly. Like, that kind of bench okay. quality. So I do want to talk about that real quick. So you may know this. I had those pants. I know you did. Okay. Yeah. And I wore them to school once because <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a really cool thing to do. Yeah. I think this was grade one, yeah. I want to believe. Now, usually for people that don't know, 
they're like pants, they're like kind of like track pants, but they have buttons all the way up the side. So basically, snap off buttons. Yeah, so snap off like buttons. Easy so access. All, exactly. Super <laughs> easy to come up. So theoretically, like you said, all you got to do is you wear them and then you should rip them off, you know, and then you got shorts underneath. But see, I didn't have shorts underneath when I wore them to school that one day. So we, uh, I was in gym class. We were running around, like, you know, doing the Terry Fox run or something like that. Like some of the running activity in front of a lot of people. And I just, I just tripped. I don't know what I did. I just, you know, tripped over. I was a young kid, whatever. Ah, oh, no big deal. Next thing I know, I stand up with no pants on. <laughs> and I'm like, what the? And it oh. was the snap-off pants. Snap the snap-off pants, pants. They got me. And next wow. thing you know, I'm standing up and everyone's like, what the heck is going on? And I'm, it was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Wow, I'm sorry that I brought this up, but I'm also really glad that I brought this up. <laughs> yeah. Because I got this story. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, wow, 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 wow. Anyways, okay. I'm, I'm in a dark place now. <laughs> so uh, let right, me see fifth, if I can lighten pick. it with fifth my fifth pick. pick. Right. Going off into the future. Right. I have got two um, final choices here that are so, so different. Like, I can't even tell you how different both these are, so it's really hard to mm. pick between them. Oh, man. I am going to go... <sighs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Oh my gosh, you think I'm picking someone you know? Probably. Oh. Um, I'm going to go with Ricky Fowler. Oh, okay. That was definitely Ooh. not what you were thinking. Mm, I'm um, glad. All right, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I just think he's a, he's a, uh, just for anyone who doesn't follow professional men's golf, which is probably most of the population, um, Ricky Fowler is one of the greatest um, professional men's golfers right now. He's pretty great. He's got a super flat swing. Um, he's been really good since he was a really young player, too. And uh, he usually wears, like, loud orange prints. Um, he's a big, big a lot Puma, of Puma guy. Little, but big Puma guy. Puma. Uh, and I just think he's, I think he's so nice. I think he's always courteous. I think he does a lot for the kids. Um, I also think that everybody likes him. I've never heard of someone not liking Ricky Fowler. So I think yeah. if we send him off into space, generally, you know, everyone else on my team has like a specific niche that they would be good for. And I think Ricky Fowler is just like the all around dude. Right. Um, in 2015 at the Quicken Loans, he, uh, the last hole was a par three and he had a hole in one on the very last hole, and he went straight to the media tent and bought everyone a beer. So wow. good guy, got a lot of friends from that That's experience. He seems like he's just fun to play golf with, which I like. Yeah. So I'm choosing him as my fifth pick. Heck, yeah. All right. I really thought you were going to take one of this guy, Chance the Rapper. Good pick. Got, Good got pick. him at the end of the fifth round. So, you know, some people may be like, Malcolm, you took two rappers. Hey, sometimes you got to load up on the best people. All right? That's, that's all I'm saying. Chance the Rapper, one of the most creative, nicest yeah. guys. Yeah. When I talk about freestyling, the man can freestyle. If you're talking about giving back to the community, the man can give back to his community. I think yeah, he does. Chance the Rapper is, I first of all, have you seen his daughter? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Any man that can have a daughter that cute has got to be on his team. Because yeah. also, you have access to the daughter at that point. Because, you know, you're like, oh, hey, look, it's my little kid. Next thing you know, everyone's, like, in love. Yeah. But, no, Chance the Rapper, 
I gotta say, I love his mu- I love his music. I can't believe there's only really one album out there. John Hooliday would back me up on this because he wrote a whole poetry book on him. Yeah. So big fan. I, I gotta say, Chance the Rapper, my fifth pick. I love the work that he does with the Obamas too. That's yes. honestly just incredible and great final pick. All right. So, do you have any honorable mentions before we give a full squad? Uh, you know. I do. You know, I want to. I want to talk about. Um, the person who was also in contention for my fifth pick, mm. who was, I, as I said, just so totally opposite of Ricky Fowler. And that was Cardi B. Oh, man. Oh, see, that would have been a really good pick. And oh, I, I, like, I wanted her on this team so bad because she, I just think she's really funny. And also, I kind of like her, um, what she stands for. You know, she was talking about women's empowerment and she was just talking about how women should do whatever they want to do just don't settle yeah and i i believe i like it yeah she was like if you want to be a doctor be a doctor if you want to be a stripper be a stripper but be the best one out there in your field and i just i like it um also i think she's really funny those sound effects would just be great in space (laughs) yeah exactly yes yeah some of that so she was she's my on the bench with the with the button off pants yes oh man see she could rock some button off yeah. Alright, so I have a couple uh, honorable mentions. One of them, Malcolm Jenkins. Okay. Malcolm Jenkins, he's a safety for the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. First of all, he's got a great name, Jenkins. I really like the name Jenkins. Yeah. Malcolm, yeah, yeah. Take, yeah, take <laughs> or leave it. Um, but, anyways, one of them, Super Bowl champion. GS won the Super Bowl, he destroyed those Patriots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome says with tears rolling exactly. down his face. Hey, he's a champion. What can I say? Um, made some really good plays that game. Two, he is what I believe is the president of the Players Association for the football. Like he wow. is, he will talk to you about anything. If you want to talk about race, he'll talk about race. If you want to talk about politics, he'll talk about politics. He will just go up, he'll just walk up to Capitol Hill. And he will debate people on issues. He will go into courts. He will talk to people. He Anything you want to do, he's game for it. Wow. And that's what I really respect about him. I think he's one of the best human beings right now in the NFL. Three, man, that guy's got some style. Just look up Malcolm Jenkins' suits. It's not like he is Russell Westbrook, like, over the... Oh, Russell West- Ooh, that would have been a good I know. one. I, you know I was thinking well, about man, him. Man, I'm surprised. I went Steph Curry over... Yeah. yeah. See, he's not like Russell Westbrook in the sense, like, he's, like, wearing, like, crazy, like, trendy things. He's just, like... Put together fine. Malcolm Jenkins all the way. I have another one, if you don't mind me going again. Please do. Cole Sprouse's hair. Okay. Um, he plays Jughead from Riverdale. Yeah. Oh, man, that hair is something to die for. I try wow. and replicate it myself, but it's it's impossible. Wow. It's the kind of like messy, tossed, long, but still short, but you still contain it. I just want to get my hands in there and just feel it. And my third and my, my last one. Michael B. Jordan's chest. Yeah, no. Like you... I, I would go whole body. But I don't even know if I'm if I'm deserving of that whole body. Yeah, like, I don't like know honestly, like Michael B. Jordan, like the man is just ripped beyond belief. But it's not just that he's ripped. It's just that he, it's perfectly sculpted. Yeah. And one of the podcasts that I was listening to, they have a uh, and they review and they review a lot of like Marvel like movies and things like that, and something that they've created is the Marvel Chest Club. So basically, the guys that look the best shirtless, you know, they're all in this club. Chris Hemsworth, you're on the club, you know. Yeah. Chris Evans, you're on the club. Michael B. Jordan is the captain, 
president of this club. And I think like if you could just take a picture of that chest, get it on the spaceship that we're sending out to alien life forms, heck yeah, I'd have that. But didn't make the roster. I understand. I only had really one other um, thing, and it, it it's Chrissy Teigen's Twitter. Mm. Um, that was my other kind of on the bench um, right after Cardi B. Uh, Chrissy Teigen's Twitter is so over the top and savage, and I love every minute. Yeah. So uh, I would I would kind of I don't know if the aliens might get the wrong impression <laughs> um, of us if we sent Chrissy Teigen's Twitter, but I I think that. If they don't understand, you know, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, exactly. so not meant to be. Yeah. We don't want to be friends with those people. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go run through the team again. So who did you have? Okay, so I had Donald Glover. I had Leanna Wen, who's the uh, Baltimore City Health Department commissioner. I had Angela Merkel. I had Steph Curry. I had Ricky Fowler, with my honorable mentions being Cardi B and Chrissy Teigen's Twitter. I like it. Really respect it. And I got Kendrick Lamar, RBG. Joel Embiid, Leslie Jones, and Chance the Rapper. Honorable mentions be Malcolm Jenkins, Cole Sprouse's hair, and Michael B. Jordan's chest. Yeah. I'm really, really happy with our squads. So, all right. So I know we, we said we threw out some hypotheticals like, you know, drinking challenges. Maybe if you added in like freestyle. I'm going to pinwheel on that. Karaoke. Karaoke. Karaoke comes on. Who's the one person that you send up for karaoke? And um, what song do you have them sing? Wow, uh, what song is tough? But I would st- I would send Steph Curry for my karaoke. Yes. Um, I just think because the dance moves are equally part of this as are just as important as the singing when it right. comes to karaoke, uh, and I think that he can really hold it down. I also think that he would be like a funny singer without being too serious which I like. Um, in terms of song, I would probably have him sing something pretty poppy. Um, I might have him sing some Taylor Swift. Mm. Yeah. Like a little Are You Ready For It. Are You Ready For It. I yeah. like it. All right. It's, it's all about this karaoke thing. It's like a karaoke throwdown. I'm throwing up Leslie Jones. Okay. And I'm putting it on It's a Man's World. Oh, wow. And I'm letting her belt this out and just scream that this world would be nothing without a woman. And heck yeah, that place is exploding. She has gotten into it. I think that would pretty much blow the roof off the entire venue. I don't even know Leslie Jones, but just that song choice and what I know about her from you in this last 20 minutes, I already have my cell phone out and I'm like waving it in the air. Exactly. Yeah. I care. (laughs) All right. And do you have another hypothetical you want to run? Oh, hypothetical situation that I want to throw out. Um, chess match? Who do you send? A chess match? Yeah. Hmm. See, there's a lot of different ways to go with this. I could throw a Joel Embiid. You know, he may be a secret genius, but also he may not be. He may just be like a really tall guy that's really good at basketball. And I may, you know, may screw me. I got to go RBG. Like RB, yeah, uh, yeah. RBG, Harvard graduate. Um, I think she knows her way around a chessboard. You know, she may not have done it a lot, but I definitely should be a respectable pick to go up against. Okay, if I was to guess, you're going to throw out there. Go Merkel? I think I'm going to go Leanna Wen. Leanna Wen. Okay. Merkel was, was yeah. a close choice. Close choice. Mm, yeah. That would be a good chess match. Honestly. Yeah. If I had to do, like, cornhole, right. I'm picking Merkel. Okay. Definitely. That's a little bit more of, like, a social game. I think she could, I think she could, she could go on right. that. 
Now, see, this question, I'm leading towards maybe you taking someone. But this would be interesting to see who you pick. It's the fourth round of tournament. You are in, screw it, you're in the Masters. Wow, All right. golf tournament. Who do you put in the bag? Who is your caddy out of your five? Oh, okay, so I'm personally playing. You're and playing. I got a caddy for Who me. Who is your caddy? Who is my caddy? Um, Who's on that bag? I think I do want Ricky. You want Ricky? Because, you know, I mean, yeah. he's good at golf, so... I mean, yeah, he's kind of the obvious pick because he's good at golf, but I'm actually picking him not so much for his golf skills, okay. but just because of how his general attitude, when he plays golf, he is so level-headed out on the golf course. He makes smart decisions. He plays great in awful, what, like, weather conditions, typically. Exactly. So... I kind of want him on my bag just for like the common influence. And right. then the golf talent is honestly just a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about, it. hey, I got to go to a home meet. I mean, first of all, he'll be able to carry that bag. He will not be needing to be like, oh, can, can, can we slow down? Maybe yeah. just got to put this bag. Yeah. No, he's carrying that. Bag. I don't even think he knows he's, he has it all, no. honestly. Um, he's got a good height thing. So, you know, he can be like peer over. He can like see in the bunkers. Maybe like he can find your ball. You know, he's got that like bird's eye view sure. almost. Yeah. Good angle. I think we got also I think we need a good shoulder rub. You need like a nice little when you like you know, back spasms coming in, maybe a nice little leg rub. Yeah. Heck yeah, you want those big hands just, you know, massaging that muscle. True. Joel beat all the way. Alright. I mean if you got any more, I'm welcome to it. But or we could, you know, come down to the final stretch of this podcast. Um, I I don't have any more hypothetical scenarios. What else uh, what else have you got? Yeah. What else have I got? Hmm. I don't know. I just think that we have some very good teams. Yeah. And I don't want this to be a big competition, you know. I, I just want this to be something that I respect the heck out of your team. And I think that I would be happy to send that team into space and find future life. But also just if we put those five people in the driver's seat of this world for maybe like the next couple months, I think that we would be still in a good spot. I think we would be in a better spot than we are right now. I think we might be too. Yeah. Especially with that Donald Glover pick. I think Donald Glover is a thing this country needs right now. Yeah, I do. More I think he's ever. something the world needs. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Something I need. Um, All right. So one of the things that we do on this podcast is the plug section. Plugs are great because we get to see, oh, what do you eat? What are you watching? What are you doing? What did you do last summer? I know what you did last summer, and so did Sean Mendes. But what did you do maybe last week or yesterday? What have you been plugging? What have you been doing? So uh, first and foremost, started a new show, Handmaiden's Tale. I know this is super popular, and I'm mm. late to the trend, but it's honestly great. I love it. There's a lot of times when there's not even a lot of... Uh, dialogue in it and i am just on the edge of my seat and right. so i think it's a really good show i'd say check it out um i'm gonna go with a second plug here if i may oh, yeah. um and this is more of a shameless self-promotion plug oh, God. but uh i just have a publication that just came out with uh the regional economic studies institute where i was a research associate it's called human development index disparities in baltimore yes. city uh i we took the UN's Human Development Index, and we recalculated it for neighborhoods in Baltimore City, and um, the results are quite shocking, and it just kind of shows how some countries are 
um, or some neighborhoods in Baltimore City are as have high levels of human development that are on par with countries like Sweden or Norway. And then there's also neighborhoods in Baltimore City that have levels of human development that are um, more on par with um, Iran or uh, Tunisia. So wow. it's just high, yeah, it just kind of highlights the disparities and it also talks about the structural forces that have kind of brought this about over time and the histories behind why. Um, these disparities are the way they are. So check it out. You can find it on my social media or at tuengage.com. Nice. Um, yeah, hit it up. Definitely. I'll be giving that a read. Yeah. 100%. I really want to get into deep that. Something that I've been watching is Rick and Morty. Man, I, I've already seen the, the whole thing. Like there's three seasons, I do believe. It's pretty short. They're about like 20, 20 ish to 30 minutes an episode. It's animated. Um, it's comedy, but it's, you know, it's not for kids, even though it's animated. Uh, it's about, yeah, Rick and Morty, uh, uh, the grandfather and the grandson, and they just kind of go across realities and they see different alien life forms, but also they have like this house on earth with their family and it's very, very funny. Great writing. One of my honorable mentions was going to be the Rick and Morty creative team. Cause I think whoever had that idea, but also the people that make that show happen, are brilliant and I would highly recommend going into Rick and Morty pretty much they're all on YouTube like <laughs> I've just been watching them on YouTube they're like in four minute you know little segments you can just find them there they're great quality highly recommend watching Rick and Morty I feel like we covered so much in this we talk have... that there's so much new content that we discussed that I have to check out that you I have know. to check out that the world has to check oh out God, this has been eye-opening in so many ways and like the general conceit around this episode you know in case we lost it in the ether there was yeah to create you know just some people just we're not even like creating a team we're just highlighting the people that are doing great work really and i think i want to take in the future that these people's minds should be respected and given a higher platform that you know give kendrick lamar his own tv show just a talk, you know. I would love just more ways to intake Kendrick Lamar's ideas in his brain space. Anything that can do that, I'd be all over it. Same thing with your picks. I believe yeah. that, heck, have Ricky Fowler be the first guest on Kendrick Lamar's show. I would, I really want to get into Atlanta, which is um, Donald Glover's TV show. Yes. I hear it's amazing. I've been wanting to get onto it so bad. And, yeah, I just think that, it's hard sometimes to see the good people in this world. And when you, a lot when, of them there. when you step back and you look at it, there are so many amazing people. Like, so there's so many people on my list that I didn't even really get to. Like, I'm just going to give some shout-outs here. Ryan Reynolds, uh, Viola Davis, Camille Nanjiani, Emma Gonzalez, are you kidding me? Jordan Peele, M Millie Bobby Brown, Justin Trudeau. Like, these are all people that are changing and destroying the status quo and just setting a new one and being like yo and that can also go the other way and sounds like it's a bad thing but i mean it's like a good thing like they are setting bars for us and it's said that we can take into the future to show our kids show our grandkids that like these people have been doing great things and you should check them out i agree heck yeah we have solved so many things i think honestly i just want some people to listen to this and world peace will just start emanating after this podcast I respect this so much and I really really respect you 
finally coming home and getting on this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's I, been I really a want pleasure. you to be a regular on this podcast now. You I know? love it. Exactly. Now, one last thing. Just uh, where can people find you on the internet? You know, what are, what are your handles? Where, where can people find you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Mackenzie Rice is my handle on Instagram. It's probably my most active account. I just created a Twitter. So you can also find me on Twitter at uh, mrice underscore underscore. Nice. Yeah. Love it. And you can find me at musings.malcolm on everything. That is M-U-S-I-N-G to the S. Dot Malcolm. You can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Twitter, and you can find me on email. Send us an email. I know someone's listening out there. Send us an email, I dare you. And we will read it out. All right. It has been a pleasure to record this with you, Mackenzie. And I really hope that everyone has a great day. Bye. See you guys. <laughs>